All right, welcome to the Make It interview series. Thank you for being our guest today. So my name is Tara and today I get to interview Luke Meyer. So Luke, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you're from, um, why you decided to go to school and why you chose what you did to study? Sure, so I grew up in Nina, which is right in the Fox Valley of Wisconsin, kind of in the center of the state. Um, and I am currently a sophomore uh, for industrial engineering at the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Awesome. And did you always know you wanted to go into industrial engineering or how did you get to that path? Um, no. So uh, like like many other things in life, it's, an, it's not a linear process here. Um, I, in, in high school, I was really interested in engineering in general, uh, also design. Um, I like to take things apart, kind of build build different things. I got into a variety of uh, skills, uh, all relating to design, 3D printing, uh, modeling, that sort of thing. And so it was the combination of a lot of different skills that I liked uh, to work on and a lot of different interests that I came on engineering in general. Um, combined with some internship experience that I realized I really did uh, want to do engineering as a, a career choice. And I came to in, uh, industrial engineering after enrolling at MSOE as a mechanical engineer. Um, and I switched pretty quickly to industrial just because I found that I liked continuous improvement, data, uh, working with people, project management, those sort of things. I like the softer side of engineering a lot more than the extremely technical mechanical engineering major. Awesome, thanks for sharing that. It's cool to see kind of the steps you took and the experiences that you had to kind of come to that decision. I think a lot of college students will benefit from hearing that um, there's a lot of different ways to test things out before you decide on your major. Absolutely. And, and I'm a really big believer in laying the groundwork before uh, making any of these de big decisions, especially your college decision. Um, for me, it was laying out all the different skills that I had or that I wanted to work on or grow into. And then also my values outside of my educational interests, um, such as like where, where I wanted to live, uh, how big of like a city or like do it I want a smaller school that sort of thing um, and so uh, all these different aspects went into my decision of uh, enrolling at M Milwaukee School of Engineering. Thanks so now that you you know you went through that process and now you're in your second year of school and I know it looks a little different now with COVID <laughs> um, but what are some things that you're really enjoying about your major and your collegiate experience? Yeah, um, so, so far I haven't been too deep into the IE track. Uh, it's mostly been what I like to call MSOE gen eds, which are all your calculus and physics and your chemistry, um, that sort of thing. Um, but I have been taking some higher level IE electives. And so I've most enjoyed the, I, I've, I've really realized that I've most enjoyed and cared about the courses that were more related to my major. Uh, for example, freshman year, uh, second trimester, I took Six Sigma Techniques, 
Um, and I really enjoyed that. It was a really tough class. It was all seniors. Um, and it was funny because it was the, the one um, <clears throat> Six Sigma techniques class that actually had all our German exchange students in it. So my first day, a little side, a little tangent here, but uh, the first day I walked in and uh, everyone was speaking German. I was so, so confused. Um, it turned out the, the other MSOE students showed up after and I was like, oh, I, I understood then after uh, the fact that these were German exchange students and I, and I in fact was in the right spot, you know, or even at the right school, you know. Um, yeah. Nice. That's funny. Yeah, I could definitely see you being confused, especially um, first year. And so, and I know you're still like in the middle of it or haven't really touched too many IE courses yet. But with your collegiate experience, could you tell me a bit about some things that you are enjoying, but also some things that you would maybe change or are not super fond of? Sure. Um, so a lot of this is going to draw on more of my work experience and just uh, experience background. So I'll touch on that a little bit. Uh, I have completed several internships or work experiences where I had worked full time at uh, manufacturing places. And these have ranged from CNC machining to um, an iron foundry, uh, Nina Foundry, actually, this past summer. And I also have significant experience with entrepreneurship, uh, running my own little agency or business, whatever you want to, you know, name it, uh, designing websites, doing some branding, some marketing for smaller companies. Uh, and I, in my free time, it's, it's all just side projects, uh, looking into different skills that I want to go into. Um, and the things that I want to change at MSOE uh, I'm currently working on this. I want to start a student organization focused on uh, providing a place or um, I, I guess identification for students with big ideas that want to do something. And so currently the placeholder name that I have it as is Future Founders. And so I'm looking to teach some basic business uh, workshops just to get people off the ground, but then also provide platform uh, for people to work together and, and talk and network um, on the MSOE campus. Another thing I, you know, it's a little bit more lofty than that. It's not so much in my control. Uh, I just really wish that there is more, um, <clears throat> more collaboration between the majors. Uh, I do see these these majors as very uh, siloed uh, and very separate. And I mean, the only real chance for majors to really work together would be maybe very early on in like non-engineering related courses, such as like uh, our English classes during uh, freshman year or during senior design projects which isn't so often. Usually it's, um, you know, just all students of the same major. And I'd, I'd like to see uh, possibly like the big four um, work together, you know, more and, and create more um, interesting projects, I suppose. That's great that you're already like so soon seeing the opportunities and, you know, trying to make those happen. And definitely I think 
majors and different colleges being siloed is something that a lot of universities struggle with. Um, and I definitely agree with you, like maybe doing senior design together, some other projects and maybe future founders will help with that too. And like cross collaboration. Um, so that's awesome that you're taking the initiative. Yeah, I'm, I'm really just looking to make um, the resources available. Uh, I'm also a, a really big side, side note. I'm, my philosophy on information and education is that really all the information and anything you want to learn is already out there and it's probably out there for free. Um, and a lot of people are teaching it. It's just how are you, who, who are you going to find to create the content for you to, you know, educate yourself on. And so I, I like to give away free resources and the tools that I use and the majority of ones I use are free. And these are all things that I'll be, um, providing to people who join future founders, but also people that don't join, you know, these are just things that I've found have helped me along the way. And I'm happy to help others figure out their path. That's awesome. Um, and so outside of these two, like the future founders, and then you've identified the silos, what are some other experiences you've had so far outside of the classroom that have kind of shaped who you are? Sure. Um, so I'd say like the, one of the biggest things that have shaped me, um, again, this is going back to my experience with entrepreneurship. I began in high school. Well, I began before that, actually. Um, throughout my life, there's been little pieces of entrepreneurship laying like the little seed there. And it's been highly influential, you know, to today, starting with um, as a, as a, younger kid. I, I still consider myself a kid. I'm t just turned 20, but I, I'm still a kid. <laughs> um, in middle school, I'll, I'll specify. I, I liked woodworking and uh, I got into class engraving too. Uh, one of the biggest things that I remember from my class engraving and wood, uh, you know, wood carving or woodworking, whatever, uh, was I did an entire wedding set of glass engraving, hand glass engraved, like wine, wine glasses. There are like 24, 24, 25 of them or something. So that was kind of my first uh, big step into entrepreneurship and, and feeling out for the real world. But then I also did like, you know, different cup sets and sold those too. Uh, that kind of died off at the start of high school um, as like, it was just a, such a bigger responsibility there. Um, you know, high school is a, is a lot bigger and um, there's a lot more to learn in a, you know, formal education setting in high school versus middle school. And uh, my sophomore year, I got into a program that is focused on project or problem-based learning um, called the RTA Academy. And I believe they're still going. I have at Nina High School, the best relationships I have are with uh, the principal, uh, Mr. Wanderlich, and then also um, the teachers that taught PBL or the Arte Academy. And in there, I, I really learned how to excel into finding what I wanted to learn and then just going and doing it. And so the restrictions of a traditional educational experience were kind of taken away and I was given platform and the resources uh, to explore what I wanted to learn. And, and thus I, I, you know, I got more into engineering design because I was allowed to. Um, 
following this, my that was my sophomore year. My junior year, I took a class. It was a new course at Nina called Incubator ADU. And so I got into the class because I was recommended by my PPL teachers to attend a meeting on other potential students. And Incubator ADU, it was the first class in Wisconsin to run the program uh, at Nina High School. And then other, other high schools have actually adopted around us because they saw our success. Uh, it's, a, it's essentially like a boiled down version of a business incubator that takes you from uh, idea stage through ideation, brainstorming, into more formal uh, business formation. Uh, and you can take it as far as you like. My uh, group, uh, group being me and my one other uh, teammate, Jordan, we won the uh, incubator pitch at the end of the year, but then also won at UW Oshkosh. And that was for college students uh, and high school students, but it was mainly college and we actually showed up and beat them. Uh, and so then Jordan went off to high school after that year and I continued uh, grinding around working on our prototypes and our idea and that sort of thing. Uh, which brings us more to today where I actually have filed with my pen attorney, my IP attorney, I have a patent pending um, and I got more into design and branding and building websites. I've done multiple websites for local companies. Um, and so, I mean, all this, all this work and all the progression here has really uh, built some great momentum into forming and shaping who I am today. So, that's a lot of experiences. Especially, um, I love that you said it kind of took away the restrictions of traditional learning to allow you to, you know, explore more. And I think that's something that a lot of high school students maybe don't seek that opportunity or don't even know right. that it's there. Right. Um, how do we show them that this is something that is available and you should do it, especially before you, you know, pick a major in a college. Yeah. And I, I think a big part of that is not just, it, it can't just be the allowance or like taking off the restrictions. It has to be paired with, okay, here are the resources and you, in, in a, in a culture, uh, it's, it's more of a culture change where it's, I'm taking off the restrictions. Here are the resources that we have for you that you can use and the idea that they will back you 100%. And that, that combination of things is really what uh, got the momentum really going. I totally agree with you there. Um, thank you for sharing your experiences. And so how do you feel like these experiences experiences have kind of changed and shaped you like as a person as you've gone throughout high school and now you're going through college? Sure. Um, so I'm going to liken this to like reading a book and, and I, I read a lot. Um, I'm a really big believer in, I guess, non-traditional. Like I, I think high school is very hard on students where it's you read this book, you're going to summarize every single chapter, or you're just not going to read it and like get the cliff notes or something like that. I mean, to be honest, the value is pretty much the same in the, in the books that you're reading in high school. Um, but I'm likening this to a reading books the way I do, where 
every single book I read or every experience that I have, um, whether it's work or like a job or like a new business opportunity, I always take smaller bits and pieces away from it because taking it at face value, you don't actually learn anything. And I think you just get so overwhelmed by the daily ins and outs of the experiences or the, I guess, the extra fluff in a book that's not actually pertinent to your career choices or goals. Um, so I, I think the focus for me and why I grow so much for the, from these experiences is because I don't take them at face value. And I take the bits and pieces that most benefit me in achieving whatever goals um, or things that I, I want to get. That's a great comparison. Um, it really puts it into perspective and kind of provides like a tangible visual um, for listeners. So thank you for sharing that. Sure thing. So, and then I know you still have some time before you graduate, but based off of all these experiences and all these learnings um, and the mindset that you have, what are some things that you see yourself doing post-grad? Postgrad. This is uh, it's it's extraordinary timing that you're asking this. Um, one of the assignments that was just um, posted for my intro IE, um, I, my IE 1000 course was um, related to this exactly, and and setting short term, medium term, long term goals, and uh, kind of doing a self assessment. And it's also great timing because I have been diving a lot into um, really the last one or two years is really figuring myself out and putting pieces together, um, figuring out my opinions and, and where these experiences bring me and where, what, what to do to get to the next level. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Could you, could you repeat that question real quick? You're good. Yeah. I was just asking uh, what you see yourself doing post-grad. Sure. Sure. Um, so post-grad, I know eventually I want to work for a company called IDEO. And that's like the overall goal. Uh, I, I see IDEO as such, I, they're a, they're a world-class company, um, mainly developing products for other, other large companies, Nike and uh, I mean, Nike and Nike and other, other Apple and, and whatever else. They created Apple's first mouse, actually, uh, a, little, a little fact. Um, and what's different about them is that their culture is so different. And it aligns a lot with what I said before, where uh, they, they take off the restrictions, provide the resources, and are completely behind it. Their development teams are made up of a very diverse set of individuals. Uh, you know, it's all sorts of disciplines of engineering. There's psychology majors. There's people that are good at branding. There's people that are good at marketing. Um, there's people that are just good at uh, brainstorming. And then there's also people that just literally just do organizing because that's what they love and they're really good at it. And they're highly successful because of the diversity of their teams. Um, and I, I find that really fascinating and I would be proud to work there. You know, I would, I would most definitely be proud to, to work for IDEO one day. And that's kind of the simple answer. And I've been working on the steps to get to that point, I suppose. 
Um, so I don't really have an answer on the, on the steps leading up to it, but that is my overall goal one day. That's totally cool. That's, I, I love your big goal. Um, I think it's awesome that you recognize the culture of the company and uh, how that fits into it as well. And I mean, you have so much time and so many experiences already under your belt and so many yet to create that um, I'm sure you'll get to idea someday. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Um, so the last question I like to ask is um, kind of reflecting on all of your experiences. What is a piece of advice that you would want to give students, whether freshly graduating high school or undecided in college? What advice would you give these students? Um, <clears throat> I, I think the, the biggest, most cliched thing to tell them, uh, I'm going to focus on like college choice and planning. Uh, the most cliched thing that you're going to hear is don't stress it too much. And I think that's so wrong because <laughs> this choice is very important. And yes, you can change it after, but after a lot of hassle. So I think it becomes inherently stress-free when you break down. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll just talk about what I did to do my college choice, actually. And the choice of your college comes last. What you need to do is lay out, I actually did this, I did a, a T-chart of the things I liked and the things I disliked. So engineering, design, I liked networking, I liked people. Um, I liked the idea of having a bigger platform and more people to work with. Um, and just like, I don't remember what I put on there, but it was all things opposite of that, <laughs> let's assume. Uh, and then I went to locations and in the geography of like your your choices here need to line up with your likes and dislikes. So since I liked people, I liked opportunity and I liked the um, engineering and, and, and more innovative things like that. I knew a smaller college in like a small town is not was not going to cut it. Um, I wouldn't be satisfied because it's not what I like or or thought I liked. Um, so then I wrote down cities, uh, and one of those was Milwaukee and from Milwaukee, then I figured out, oh, Milwaukee school of engineering, you know, and that was the school that most combined my like geographic needs and my likes and dislikes. That's awesome. I think that is again, another super tangible thing for students to use. Um, definitely super helpful. And I love how you said like college last, like focus on your likes and dislikes, then geography and right. like culture of where that is. And then, you know, look at your options. I didn't even think about it that way. I feel like most people just look at names of colleges. Right. And I, I think the big problem is, I mean, you can take this outside with like um, just decision making in general too. It's always good to, <laughs> people like to um, take the end uh, idea or the, their solution and work the other way, uh, which sometimes works out, but I would say it's, it's, <laughs> uh, less success than the, than, than how I, you know, have found, um, people like to take the, uh, the big name schools, I'll, again, college planning, I'll just talk on that. Um, like they'll take, uh, you know, Madison, uh, for example, in Wisconsin, this is really relevant. And so it was all, it's always through high school. It's the big idea. Oh, I'm going to go to Madison, you know, um, just because it's like 
synonymous with like I guess greatness or something like that and that, that's mostly on their their branding there um, but the problem with that is is Madison is not for 90% of people or 90% of high school students maybe even more um, and they don't realize that because they're so blinded by the big idea that they don't have like the simple little steps and what they actually want uh, written out such that they can make a decision after they figure out what, what it is they truly want to do or uh, go for. Totally. It's like the new toy or shiny object syndrome and they kind of forget about all the other pros and cons. So Completely I'm miss it. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much for being on this interview today. I really valued hearing about your experiences and like the tangible things that you've uh, explained and given me and other listeners today. I think a lot of students will benefit from this. Good. I, I really hope so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, totally. If anybody is watching this, just uh, you can find me pretty easily. I make myself pretty accessible um, and I can give you any of the free tools or the free resources that I've mentioned about you know, uh, providing to future founders um, and that sort of thing. So I'm totally willing to help. Awesome. Thank you, Luke. Sure thing. Thank you so much.